Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome back in as we ease into another summertime weekend in the month of June. I hope you get a chance to go fishing. By the way, it's free fishing day in uh, Alabama today and in Louisiana, free fishing days, both today and tomorrow. If you get out there and get a chance, uh, the idea is to get you hooked once you start. And if you enjoy fishing, then uh, you buy a license and become a lifetime fisherman. All right, uh, looking at the forecast for today, east winds 10 to 15 knots, about 1 to 2 foot offshore. I think it could be a little more than that. Uh, east wind, uh, 10 to 15, light chop on the interior lakes and bays. going to be much nicer tomorrow. No rain in the long-range forecast. We had enough rain. We don't need too much of that stuff. So it's going to be bright, sunny, a little bit of a cool start in the morning, but it will be getting up there. All right, uh, we talk about a lot of news on this show. Why did you get the news that they took away Elmer Fudd's shotgun? Yeah. They replaced his shotgun that he hunt the Waskowee Wabbits with with a scythe so he can chase the rabbit and cut it up with the old, you know, the, the Dr. Death uh, scythe, uh, whatever you want to call it, axe. Uh, <laughs> don't get it. You know, uh, you hunt with a shotgun. What's the big deal? Oh, uh, world's going, world is uh, going crazy on us. All right, we asked you about... Uh, Best Father's Day gifts you ever got or received, Justin says, and I don't believe this, the best Father's Day gift to my dad was me moving out of the house. <laughs> I don't know if he'd agree with that. All right, and here is uh, Mark, our buddy from Baton Rouge. He's 64, gave his dad an ambassador 5,500 black casting reel in the 1970s. His dad took him fishing mostly on False River. Great memories. Yeah, sure is. Well, what a... What a what a uh, enduring model that Ambassador 5500 was. Huh? You know, that's like the old Mitchell 300 and the 301. Boy, how many of those things caught fish? If you could just see the fish that they caught. All right, I had someone that asked me to repeat again uh, on the fisherman survey that the wildlife and fisheries putting out with regard to changing regulations for speckled trout. What those scenarios are, you can pretty much take one of these to the bank that this will be the new regulation that we'll be looking at. And they ask if you've got anything over and above those different options to list that. But I'm going to think it's going to be one of these choices. And first choice is to change the size of the fish only. Keep your 25 per day, but go to a 14-inch minimum. The second is to change the daily creel limit only. Keep the minimum at 12 inches, but the 25 fish current number would go to 10. Then there are three different scenarios for changing both the bag and the size limit. If they go to a 13-inch minimum, you can keep 12 fish. If they go to a 13-inch minimum slot where you can only keep one over 20 inches, that would be a 12-fish limit. And the third, both creel and size limit change, would be reduce it from 25 to 15 and up the minimum size 
to 13 and a half from the 12 inch minimum. Uh, if you take that survey, you're going to be asked whether you strongly support it, slightly support it, whether you're unsure if you slightly oppose it or if you strongly oppose it. Uh, you'll find that on the website of the Wildlife and Fisheries. Some of you, uh, about 10,000 of you, are going to be receiving those in the email. If you get it, uh, don't delete it. Uh, take the time to fill it out. It just takes a few minutes. This is very, very important because it's going to set the, the pace for speckled trout regulations for a number of years. Those are the scenarios they have developed to get the speckled trout numbers back up to a safe spawning potential ratio is what they call it, or bios stock uh, biomass of the stocks assessment so anyway that's your choices and uh, go on the wildlife and fisheries website you can find all that right there all right when we come back after this uh, we're going to get a uh, lake pontchartrain railroad trestle report <laughs> as well as a number of other areas from my buddy captain mike gallo angling adventures of louisiana he's up next and uh, i believe we have uh, is it eric this week or is it Brendan? I believe it's Brendan Bayard. We'll be doing our paddlers report. All that's coming up right after this time out on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio. And it's time to get our Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne, Biloxi Marsh Fishing Report with Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Those reports are brought to you by Cito. You know them. Yeah, a lot of people say they're AAA on the water and understand why. They offer you fuel drops if you run out of Gas, if you need to be towed in from everywhere, 24-7, they're there with just a phone call away. They'll jumpstart you if you got an electrical problem. All of that for only $179 for a whole year. And look, Father's Day, we're looking for Father's Day gifts. What better than the gift of the peace of mind, not only for Dad, but also for the loved ones, knowing that if there is a breakdown, some problem out there in the water, it's just one phone call away. How do you get it? Call Captain Chris. He'll fix you up. You can call him at 504-301-4545, or you can do it all online. Just go to ctow.com. Captain Mike joins us. And, Mike, I got somebody that's dying to know what's happening at the Lake Pontchartrain Trestle Bridge. So tell us what you know about the fishing on the Trestle Bridge. Well, if I were targeting sheephead, that would be the place I would go. Plenty of sheephead being caught along the bridges, mostly along the north shore, uh, between the north draw and the shoreline. Uh, live shrimp on the bottom. If you got some shrimp that die, break them up into little pieces and kind of use them for chum. But there's a lot of sheephead out there. A few drum, occasional flounder, occasional redfish. Haven't heard of any trout being caught that were legal. Um, but that would be the place I would go if I were looking for sheephead or a mixed box of fish yeah you know there's an old trick that a lot of the old sheephead fishermen use they'll bring some kind of a scraper you know like a a, a heavy metal rake you know real thick that that doesn't bend and they'll pull up next to those pilings and kind of scrape the barnacles off of them and as the barnacles fall it stimulates the feeding and attracts the sheephead that is correct i've heard of that also the clams and get a bag of clams and crack them up and Use those for chum as well. Well, Mike, uh, give us a little bit of uh, storm assessment. How how high did the water come up over there at Spots and Dots Lake House, and how's the fishing been since it all receded? I had about 10 inches of water on my lower deck, which is the older Spots and Dots Lodge. Um, Took about eh, three-quarters of a day to clean it up, mostly marsh grass and sediment. Pressure washed it off, no problem. The last couple of days, we've been leaving a little later. 
in the morning so that we could see. You want to be conscious of floating debris. There's quite a bit of debris floating around in the lakes and bayous. So I wanted to make sure I had good visibility so that I didn't damage my boat or run into something. As far as the fishing, the fishing's been fine. We've been mainly fishing in the Biloxi Marsh. Had a couple of boats target speckled trout and catch a few, maybe 12 to 15, not a lot of speckled trout. Shrimp under a popping cork uh, where there's current rolling around points or going through check choke points where the water's got some velocity to it. Been plenty of redfish in the marsh, shrimp under a cork, spoons have been working well. The matrix craw has been really working well. Uh, I've seen them pass the spoon up, but you throw that craw in front of them, which looks like a crab, and they just can't say no. So uh, it's been a very productive week. I'm actually just pulling into Lake Pontchartrain right now, and I'm about to point eastwards and head for the Biloxi Marsh. How's it look? How's the chop out there? Not much chop. Uh, winds running about, eh, it's around 10 to 15, but it's coming out of the northeast around 20 degrees. Being on the north shore, I'm not seeing any chop now. Beautiful green water in Lake Pontchartrain. Too bad we didn't have this in April. This would have been nice. Yes, indeed. Mike, uh, you know, this time of year is kind of reminiscent of a trip you and I made. If you remember, we had uh, the, the meteorologist from WWL Television call Arredondo Sr. and called Jr. And, boy, we whacked a, a mix of specks and white trout over there by Chef Pass. Uh, have you been around there or heard any reports of any white trout showing up yet, or do you think it's still a little early? I did. I was talking to Captain Chris Roberts. He ran some trips for me earlier in the week, and we had a conversation about white trout. And he caught some white trout earlier in the week. I believe this was prior to the storm at the big rig right outside of Wrigley's. He caught some white trout as well as speckled trout. But that's the first I've heard of white trout in a while. And I believe, I'm not certain on this, you may know, I think white trout prefer a little higher salinity than speckled trout, and that would certainly explain why we haven't seen them in this area. Yeah, that's true. They they do, and generally that's why your your fall months are a little bit better for the white trout because generally you, you, the rains and the, the floodwaters, and in the case of the last few years, Bonnie Carey spillway waters out of there to get a little bit higher salinities. Well, Mike, uh, thanks so much for the report. As always, good luck on your trip today. In the meantime, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and find out about availabilities and maybe get that Father's Day gift certificate, tell them how to do that. I mailed out a Father's Day gift certificate last week, so it's already in the works. Very simple. You can find me on dontheoutdoorsguy.com. My website is aaofla.com. You can call me on the telephone, which is 985-781-7811. All right, Mike, you and your gang, have a great day, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week, my friend. All right, Don, we'll talk to you then. All right, Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Always an adventure with Mike and always a learning experience, too. All right, right after this, it's time for the Peddlers slash Paddlers Report. Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, along with Massey, so the presenters. We'll be talking to Brendan Bayard. He's fishing today with his sons, and we get a report before he does that right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Our kayak fishing has become so popular each week. We have a paddler's report in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. It's sponsored by Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find them in Mid-City of New Orleans, Covington, Baton Rouge, 
And inside and outside, you'll find the best kayak fishing models like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, Native Watercraft. Check out their website, MasseyOutfitters.com. Also have a Facebook page. Might want to check them out there, if not in person. Brendan Bayard is one of our field reporters. Good morning, Brendan. Are you out there with the two mini-me's doing a little fishing around Grand Isle, I understand, huh? Yes, sir. We're uh, doing a little pre-fishing today, checking out the area. Uh, it's a little bit dirty out here, but if you like catching a few fish, it might be a little bit more of a grind kind of tournament for tomorrow. But, uh, you know, we're prepared to do that, so no big deal. And uh, it's blowing probably 12 to 15 out of the north northeast kind of right now. Water about maybe five inches visibility back behind the island. Could be better. So I'm assuming you're on the east end, huh? We, uh, I'm actually right in the middle of Grand Isle. Uh, I'm just trying to locate some trout that'll be close to the passes for tomorrow. Uh, if I can't, if I can't uh, find anything down here, I might uh, run up the road a little bit in more protected water to see if there's some trout up there. Uh, the tournament format being what it is, you really need a bull red. So fishing towards these areas with passes is kind of generally the uh, strategy, but if uh, if the water presents too much of a problem to even catch any bulls, then it might be time to do a layup to catch uh, maybe a, a larger overslot red in the marsh, something to that nature. But uh, we'll see how, as the day goes. What Brendan's talking about is the IFA kayak fishing event. Um, thanks for that report on Grand Isle up to the minute because we did have a lot of people asking, and uh, Daryl kind of told us the same thing. Uh, moving out west, we were not able to get a hold of Captain Kirk. What's going on over in the Calcasieu area? Uh, people are catching some trout out there. Uh, west Coast and then the area south of Commissary uh, continue to be the best places for kayakers right now. Uh, there's fish early in the morning against the bank pushing pogies. Uh, you can also catch them on shrimp imitations or throwing something like a catch 2000 or a mirrodine uh, against the bank. And then as the day progresses, you can find them kind of where those crab traps lie about uh, half a mile from the bank uh, in about four to six feet of water. Uh, I like to troll a air, uh, an area until I find the trout and then work the school and then kind of repeat as the day goes on later in the day. But for that first couple of hours, I'll just concentrate on the bank. And that's been kind of uh, the ticket to success over there. Very good. Brendan, when you're fishing a, a multi-species tournament like the one you're fishing tomorrow where you need combinations of different species, which one do you try to f- catch first, the one that is the easiest to get or the one that is going to be the hardest to get? Uh, I guess tomorrow would be the most crucial one to get, Would, in my opinion, would be the bull red. If you catch the bull red, it's a lot easier to, to go into the marsh and maybe not quite get the prime time trout bite if you end up catching say a 15 inch trout instead of a 20 inch trout you're only looking at a five inch uh difference there but let's say you miss the bull red which is a a 40 or a 42 inch fish and then you have to go back to a 30 inch redfish in the marsh you're talking 10 to 12 inches so uh, that being said for this format i think the bull red is kind of the one that I'm going to put most of my stock in for tomorrow. Um, if those are easy to catch, then we might change our plan. But uh, with this water condition, I don't think that's going to be the case for this weekend.
I like his strategy. All right, last weekend uh, we had a cancellation due to Cristobal. Uh, what's the rescheduling on the Slamboree event for Lafayette Kayak Club? So the uh, Slamboree tournament by the Lafayette Club is rescheduled, and they're going to have that on August 1st. Uh, with the online format that they have going on right now, they're going to open that up to anywhere in the state. So if you like to fish Big Lake, go fish Big Lake. If you like to fish Grand Isle, Hopedale, wherever you like to fish anywhere in the state waters, that's going to be open for that Lafayette Club. That's going to be a fun format to see how fish compare from different regions. I have a feeling that you might see some really nice uh, flounder and trout come out of Big Lake, but you might see some heavier reds come out of other areas. So, uh, But I guess it being a link tournament, uh, I don't think that's going to matter so much. So I would go where the big flounder <laughs> yeah. are if that was me. There you go. Interesting strategies. Brendan, good luck to you and the boys, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time, my friend. Thanks so much for the report. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Don. Take care. Bye. All right. Brendan Bayard, one of our two field reporters. Next week, you'll hear from Captain Eric Mohabarak, Louisiana Kayak Fishing Charters. All right. Coming back after this, uh, you know what time it is. Yeah, bad boy. we got a senior citizen, and, <laughs> boy, he really pulled a dumb move, and uh, he's looking at a very stiff fine. We'll tell you the story of the bad boys of the outdoors. Also going to get to some of your text messages right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, got a report from my old buddy. He sent me a text, Timmy Trahan. He wanted to give us some information. He's heading to Grand Chenier to uh, Rockefeller Refuge. I was there with uh, Chris LeCock. We got an upcoming Bayou Wild TV feature coming up from there. Says he's been catching limits of nice shrimp crabs, and a decent count of reds, drums, and croakers, all from the shore. Timmy, when are we going woodcock hunting? Man, you got to get in touch with me, buddy. we got to plan a woodcock hunt. Missed it last season. All right, also got a, a, a listener wanting to know about gar fishing in Louisiana. Uh, all I can tell you is, uh, you know, every place is open. There's no size limit. There's no daily uh, bag limit. Have at them. Spotted gar, alligator gar, long-nosed gar. Uh, pretty easy to catch. They're not real picky. They'll hit just about anything. And uh, you can actually bow fish for them, too. And uh, they're not bad eating, but uh, there's a little knack to cleaning. you got to pretty much get a hatchet and kind of uh, almost like skin them like you would a deer. It's a pretty interesting process. But anyway, gar fishing, uh, they get pretty big, too. You catch some of them uh, six feet longer. All right, a big Tony got a nice 150-pound hog at Dixie Ranch Hunting Club. He, he got it ready for some double D sausage. That sounds good. And here's one about the Elmer Fudd losing his shotgun. Elmer Fudd, without his scattergun, is wrong, wrong, wrong. Political correctness overkill. Yeah, what, what is this world coming to when they take Elmer Fudd's shotgun away? Well, Mark uh, sent me a nice little picture. It's a picture of Elmer with says, I, I really prefer my bow anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, times change, but... Uh, Sometimes not for the better. All right, right after this station identification pause, I uh, got a story of a senior citizen bad boy. Boy, he, he's in a heap of trouble. Tell you his story coming up right after we let our local stations identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery agents responded to a complaint. Again, this is your Operation Game Thief program at work. Report was about a man killing a deer at night during closed season near Simsboro, Louisiana. Uh, the agents investigated the complaint and were able to determine that David Hudek had taken a spiked deer on his property at night out of season. 
While they interviewed Hudek at his property, the agents also noticed the smell of marijuana and subsequently found 93 potted marijuana plants on Hudek's property. The agents seized the plants, the deer meat, and a 22 caliber pistol, charged with hunting deer during illegal hours, hunting deer during a closed season, and cultivation of marijuana, if convicted, now facing maximum criminal fines of up to $50,959, plus another $1,624 in civil restitution. That's the value of the deer for replacing it. And up to 120 days in jail is 69-year-old David Hudek of Simsboro, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. You know, one of our listeners commented that uh, maybe he just had a bad case of the munchies from the marijuana and had to take the deer. I, I tell you what, the marijuana cultivation, I didn't realize a $50,000 fine. He'd have got off pretty light with just the deer and the confiscation. But, boy, that uh, that marijuana cultivation, that's very, very expensive. Okay, I'm getting more uh, more people who are upset about Elva Fudd losing his shotgun. I understand it. I really do. I wonder if maybe there should be a, a protest staged. Nonviolent, of course, you know. Uh, what could be the slogan, you know? Give Fudd his gun or what? I don't think he's going to be happy with that bow, Mark. I really don't. Elvis, Elvis trademark. I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever seen him in his, without his uh, hunting hat and not having a shotgun. Now he's got a scythe uh, to chase What's going to be next? Are they going to stop uh, the Roadrunner from using TNT on Wally Coyote? What is this world coming to? You just don't know. All right, I just want to tell you, I stopped yesterday, had lunch with a couple of good buddies of mine. Boy, I tell you what, there's a, a product that is going to be coming out in the very near future that is just going to blow everybody away. And uh, I met with them over at uh, Morton Seafood Restaurant. You know, that's where we uh, normally tape Bayou Wild TV. It's kind of our little headquarters on the Chifuncta River in Madisonville. Uh, but because of the, the lockdown and the closings and stuff, we, we haven't been able to get over there. But they are open for business. They're under the new restriction, the Phase 2, where you can have, uh, you know, up to 50% inside. They've got some outdoor dining. But I just want to tell you, the food is every bit as good as it's ever been over there. Really great. And if you go over there, ask for that Don Dubuque special. It's uh, white beans and rice with sausage and crystal fire shrimp on top. Boy, what a meal. Makes a good one. All right, we come back after this. Uh, we'll catch up with the plastic man, Ryan Lambert, find out how they fared with the tropical storm. I hope we never have another one named Crystal Ball. What a crazy name. Anyway, we're back with Ryan's report after this time out. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, let's see. I believe we have uh, Captain Ryan Lambert on the air there. Let's see. Ryan, you with us? Yes, sir. How you doing this morning, buddy? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Listen, uh... People are really upset, man. They took Elmer Fudd's shotgun away. And, you know, I didn't realize he concealed carry those. <laughs> Michael sent me a, a nice uh, picture of uh, Elmer giving the old shh, hush stun and he pulling up his pants leg, and he's got a little handgun on the ankle holster. <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> and then I, I, <laughs> I saw another one where, where he said, I have a new gun. He's got an AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> he's just upgraded. He didn't lose his gun. Yeah, and then they got one that he likes his bow better. You know, somebody wants to know that they get Yosemite Sam's gun, too. Just curious. That's David. 
Yeah, um, uh, Yosemite more. Sam. He's uh, got the yeah. You know, you know. I can't leave. You know, some things are just sacred. You know, some things are just sacred. Yeah. They shouldn't be messed with. I, I think we're going to get it, a petition it, it, started it, to get Elmer Fudd rearmed. It's all going to come back to bite them. So I'm just going to bite our time, and you know, we'll we'll be okay. <laughs> this so too shall pass, as people, they say. If more people was out there hunting, fishing, they wouldn't have time to worry about all of it. Absolutely. You know, hunting and fishing is the one thing. It just doesn't seem you can you can destroy it. You know, look, they got professional sports now. They're on the verge of people boycotting and you know, all kind of trouble. But, you know, we had pandemic, and that slowed down. But it didn't stop people from fishing. They're going to fish. Oh, we had oh, tropical storms and fish. all kind of hurricanes. They just come back, you know, keep coming back. Yeah, and I'm I'm proud to be part of it. I tell you, but the more people I could teach and bring out here hunting and fishing, the, the better off we're going to be. And I'm a big advocate of doing just that. Absolutely. Well, Ryan, tell us uh, how's the fishing been since the tropical storm waters have receded? Well, <laughs> it took a long time to recede, you know, because um, the west side it was all the way to the levee, and then the east side was up high. And, and as soon as that stopped, then we got a big north wind yesterday. I mean, I was really proud of the boys. We got eight boats out, and uh, they put boxes together yesterday, and it was blowing on out the northeast. And if, you know, you're on the east side with a northeast wind, that's a kiss of death. And the west side was just totally muddy, muddy still from the storm, and they all put boxes together. I tell you what, <laughs> uh, the boys are, are good. They know their deal. So I, I was proud of them. Now, there was actually some sight fishing still because you get around where there's some hydrilla and, and, you know, the aquatic vegetation, and some of them were sight fishing, and you know that's what I like to do. And I have some really good spots right now. They have some really nice fish in them. Uh, but, but I'm kind of I'm, – I'm down here today, but I've been staying close to home, you know, for family reasons. But um, I'm here today, and I'll do some work, and I think I'll go home tonight and come back Monday. But there's a lot of nice fish in um, – I'm going to go sneak out there and, and catch a few this week. Yeah, this weather forecast is very, very nice. Uh, not going to have any rain, no systems coming in. A morning start off a little cool, gets kind of warm and hot during the day. But, man, what it's, it's been pleasant. Good conditions. It was really, there, really sure. good for Grand Ridge Golf. <laughs> Yesterday was <laughs> really good for playing golf at Grand Ridge. But, you know, it makes it a little tough for the fish. And the offshore boys yesterday were in a mad panic trying to get people to take their guys out because they had a lot of people had to cancel yeah. yesterday because it was rocking and rolling. But, you know, the, the, the trout are there, you know, in, in some secluded spots you should still get on them right now. But I think um, the river's 14 and it'll be at 11 at the end of the month, If you know, depending on all that rain that went up from the hurricane. But if it does that and starts falling out, when it gets to 7, those bull reds will start coming through here. And a lot of people, you know, back in the day, we didn't care to catch bull reds so much. But now they're a big deal. You know, everybody wants a bull red. Yes, they are. And, uh, yes, and they, they will are. be schooled up like crazy. It'll be awesome. Toward the end of July and August, it's going to be game on around here. So if somebody wants to uh, put Dad on a big bull red for a Father's Day gift and get him a gift certificate, or if they've never hunted down the mouth of the river near where you hunt, which is a very unique hunt, and they like to do that. Uh, you guys doing gift certificates? Yeah, we do that. You know, they just call the girls, and that's that, that number is 985-785-9833. 
and the girls take care of all that. They'll send you a gift certificate out and put their name on it and all that good stuff. And, and then I and then I'll take care of the important stuff, putting them on ducks and fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you can do, do a, a good casting blast. <laughs> A cast and blast would be a great gift for Dad. That's 985-785-9833. I guess they can find that number on the Cajun Fishing Adventures oh, website, yeah. too. You go to CajunFishingAdventures.com. But I tell you what, that teal season when the bull reds in here in September and you get to go shoot a limb of the blue wings and then go catch some bull reds, that, that's a fun trip. That is good as it You'll gets. Find, you find me hanging around down there, that's for sure. That is that is a great time of the year. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, I, I, I already got my duck season together. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, look, uh, go get some fish and uh, go take care of home duties and then uh, get back there next week and we'll get another report from you. All right, buddy. I'll be around. Thank you, man. Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. We call him the Plastic Man. If you want to know why, it's because he abhors, strictly abhors, fishing with dead or live bait. He loves that artificial stuff, and I don't blame him. All right, coming back after this, Richard Fisher joins us, director of Louisiana Charter Boat Association. Got a question about charter trips? I got a few of them that have been texted in at 504-260-1870. I'll get Richard to clear them up for you. He's going to tell us a little bit about the association, who its members are, and the status of where the charter boat industry is these days. Back with him right after this timeout. Fixing Dad up with a fishing or a hunting trip, uh, get him a gift certificate for Father's Day weekend, next weekend. He can take the trip, redeem it whenever he likes. Plus, it's really good because you'll be spending time with him. Get it for a couple of folks or maybe four and uh, make it a little family outing. Richard Fisher is the director of Louisiana's Charter Boat Association. He joins us now to answer any questions about charter fishing and also give us an update on the charter boat industry. Uh, Richard, good morning. Uh, tell us about the Louisiana Charter Boat Association. What is it? Who makes it up? Good morning, Don. So we are the trade association that protects and promotes the Louisiana charter for hire industry, uh, comprised of the charter fishing uh, members of the state of Louisiana. So we're uh, very happy to do all the great work that needs to get done on the protection side. We stay on top of the rules and regulations. Uh, basically make sure that uh, rules don't get passed, that leave our guides out in the cold and in a difficult spot. And then on the promotion side, we make sure our guides are very well promoted. And one way we do that is lasaltwater.com, which is our website. It's a phenomenal resource where you can easily segment your search and find the exact kind of captain you're looking for, what you're trying to catch, where you're trying to catch, and how you're trying to catch it. You can easily find what you want at lasaltwater.com. And all of our guides there are licensed and insured, too. We've vetted that so you can feel safe and secure that you and your whole family is taken care of. Uh, I know we have the, probably the greatest variety, us in Alaska, of different types of fish. I mean, everything from bluegill to blue marlin and everything in between. And uh, the Guys right. Association can, can keep you up to date and let you know where to find these people. What is the status of the industry right now with this lockdown situation? You know, we, we have built a, a pretty reasonable tourist industry, drawing from both near and far for people to come down. Uh, have the guides suffered much? Or, but, you know, we see that license sales have doubled. So where are we on the, the guide industry? Yeah, now those license sales that you're referencing, Don, are uh, private recreational license sales. And what we've heard from Wildlife and Fisheries is that during the stay-at-home order, private recreational activity was actually up 
but that was not up for the uh, charter sector. What we saw was a steep decline in people purchasing uh, three-day passes for the charter fishing sector during the stay-at-home order. Now, fortunately, that has turned up a little bit since the stay-at-home order ended, and now we're in phase two for the entire state of Louisiana here beginning today. Uh, but there, there, there are still some guides that are struggling to get trips on the books and because the phone's just not ringing for them. You know, it's, it's been a lot of in-state business, and quite frankly, we've got a lot of guides who rely on out-of-state business, and people aren't exactly getting on a plane right now or looking to drive more than 8 to 10 hours to come down here. So for some guides, they're, they're booked throughout June, and for some guides, they can't buy a trip. You know, these guys want to get back to work. They they can only go out and fish if the phone rings and the customers allow them to by booking a trip. So get on down to LASaltwater.com and help our guys out. These are good American workers looking to make a, a buck to show you and your family and your friends a great time. So help, help them get back to work. Richard, I got a question came in from a listener wanted to know if you're fishing with a guide, do you need a license? And you kind of touched on that a little bit, but the association actually fought for it to where uh, customers who are on a boat with a guide get a real break. Explain how the licensing works if you're going to be fishing with a guide. Yeah, yes, sir. So you need to have a basic and a saltwater fishing license, just like if you went on a private recreational trip with one of your friends. Uh, that's going to run you about 20 bucks from the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, but there is a little bit of a break that you just alluded to, Don. So say you're just going to go fishing once a year, you can purchase a three-day pass also through the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. That three-day pass allows you to go fishing as much as you want for three consecutive days, any three consecutive days of your choice, and that's only going to run you 10 bucks. So you do have to be licensed, but you have multiple options to make sure it makes the best financial sense for you. Got it. Uh, I had another uh, caller wanted to know about tipping guides. Is tipping, should you tip, and if you do, how much? Is there a rule of thumb on tipping a guide and a captain? Yeah, that's kind of an awkward situation that a captain is not really going to bring up, but tips are always welcome. Um, tip. Typically, if there's a, if there's a mate, like for an offshore trip, and an offshore trip will typically have a mate, an inshore trip not so much. Uh, the the mate's not making quite as much as the guide himself, so it would be absolutely customary to uh, tip the uh, the mate in those situations. And as for uh, the 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 guide themselves, that that would be helpful as well. But of course, it's not something that's going to be brought up or requested just because of the awkwardness of the situation. But it, it is something that we would hope people would choose to do. Absolutely. I, I think it's a lot like being uh, at a restaurant being served by a waiter or a waitress that depending on the amount of service you get, you know, if they do it, go above and beyond and they clean your fish. And if you've got some kids who are having trouble and they spend some ex- extra time and they go that extra mile for you, certainly you can increase the amount of that tip depending on the service you get. Um, Richard, we're just about out of time. If you would, give us that, that, that address again, the website. I think that is invaluable. There's just about anything any wants to know about where and how and when they can go catch fish on there. Yes, it's lasaltwater.com. We've got licensed and insured guides list, uh, listed on the site. We redesigned the website about a year ago to rave reviews. It's, it's, it's a very easy, simple 
no-nonsense way to find the perfect trip you're looking for, how you want to catch, where you want to catch, and uh, what kind of bait you want to use to catch it, anything you can think of at lasaltwater.com. That says it all. Thanks for being with us, Richard. We appreciate it. We'll have to do this again sometime. Thank you. Thank you, Don. Looking forward to it. All righty. That's going to wrap it up for us. I hope you'll join us again next week. Get out there and enjoy this great weather and a special Father's Day edition of the program next week. Have a great weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.